Hello, this is episode 211 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm not Tanisha O'Reilly. So here we are again. I like to talk about cycles. There's a number of shifts happening at the moment. There's a sense that there's a three-year cycle, a 20-year cycle, and a 200-year cycle changing. The language around spiritualism is quite alienating. And frankly, it only appeals to certain personalities. So I'm going to try and ground this in development on my own personal journey during those timelines in the hopes that maybe you might find it easier to apply yourself in the mix. And in fact, reading Dr. Jane Goodall's book, Reason for Hope, was a really pivotal moment for me where I managed to bring my scientific self and my analytical self together with the person who grounds themselves in a lot of synchronicities and a lot of signs in nature and nature in general and energy and other energy fields. It allowed me to bring those two parts of myself together. While I was writing another book last year, I did quite a lot of research and we never really stopped to question why it's a doctorate in philosophy. I actually feel you should start your doctorate with the whole course just in why it's a doctorate of philosophy. So Socrates was the, the father of philosophy and it literally translates as a love of wisdom. And of course he had a bitter end as did Pythagoras, which I never knew. And we, we all learn Pythagoras's theorems in school, but we never learn how he tried to bring parts of the East and West together, parts of science and parts of spirituality. And he was persecuted, as were his followers, for trying to bring these parts together. And I think this is where a lot of the divide still exists when you're in a scientific community. I found it quite hard as a physicist and in a science background to be able to embrace all the parts of me. And I know that there are some quite analytical, scientific, geeky people listening to my podcast who don't believe, you know, that a lump of rock, you know, spinning around us is going to have any impact on us as humans. But I think what I've seen when I first saw this when I worked in a college, you start to see patterns and trends in people's behaviour. And anybody who works in an A&E department will tell you that a full moon is great crack. You know, when you have a number of students all arrive into your office in the one week and they've all suddenly discovered that they're, that they're pregnant and they didn't expect it, you start to question whether or not there's something in the air. And I guess as time has gone on and I've worked with more and more and more people and you're connected with them in all sorts of parts of the globe. And in fact, sometimes funnily because, you know, um, places over like Australia are ahead, you get to see them go through something that you then watch someone in America go through hours later, you know, and you, you start to see themes taking place. So I have no doubt that it does impact us, even if we'd like to be very analytical about it and say, how could it possibly? And in some cases, I also see the development follows natural patterns as well. 
So for instance, there will be certain times in your own birth chart where certain events will take place on certain cycles. And all of the planets have certain cycles and they're slightly different. And a lot of those cycles will start to crop up. I saw it in the business world where seven years was a really pivotal stage in any business as to what was supposed to be happening. Two years is really pivotal in terms of personal relationships. There's a real sense when everybody hits 42, are you going to change the mix or are you just going to have a midlife crisis because you, you haven't stepped into something new and you haven't evolved. So there's an opportunity over the next few weeks, it's quite a big few weeks, for people to evolve and to step into something new. And so I think that it's worth talking about. Because otherwise, I think that's when you're not in alignment. And I think more than ever during the pandemic, you've seen the difference between people who are in alignment with their lives to allow themselves to fulfill the things that they care about and have their lives set up in a way that allows that to happen. There's a real sense that for people who've been in alignment, this has been okay. And if you're not, for all sorts of reasons, it's not okay. And it really, it's been a, a much greater struggle for people. So for me, the three-year cycle, which is a lot to do with a lot of energies in Capricorn, which are all around structure, order, and constraint to a certain sense. And we've been doing a bit of a dance, and it's been quite obvious in Europe Every time we've sort of seen glimmers of what's next, we've actually come out of lockdown for brief moments. And then we've compressed and we've gone back. So you can even see the cycles in what's happened over the last few months. You can see the cycles in the rebellion against the government order and the old order structures and wanting something new. But for me personally... I'm a kind of an honorary Capricorn. I've never felt like a Leo, even though I have most of my planets there. I always hated attention. I hate being in the limelight. But I've been able to sort of surf, I suppose, the last three years. And it's probably why people think I have a very good work ethic and so on. People say that to me, which I kind of take for granted. I do get an awful lot done. And I probably do work very hard, but I manage to juggle it all. And there's an element of structure there in me using that so that my creative output as a Leo is probably greater than it would be if I didn't have both of those things happening. And so I've been, for me, these three years have been about embarking on writing. And I literally probably put out one of my first articles on a parenting site when this started, I realized for quite a while that I had wanted to make the shift to writing. And so I used the ebbs and flows of this time to go back into myself and to learn how to get over the constraints of my literacy to actually get the words on the page. I've learned how to expose myself to people on the page, how to actually put my own soul there enough for them to look at their own. 
I've learned how to deal with the projection and the fallout from that and how to not react to it and not take it personally and not have it encroach on the constraints that I felt as a small child to do with my literacy. And I've evolved into writing in a very different way and writing from a very different space. So they've been very, very pivotal years for me. I suppose dismantled how I do things to be able to rise above any limitations I ever felt before. So it would be really good for you to think about what's happened in the last three years and if there are any residual limitations and constraints and compressions in the way that you work or who you want to be, whether there are things still there that you feel that you haven't overcome. The 20-year cycle is to do with Jupiter and Saturn being exceptionally close to the planet. And we actually get to see almost like the star of Christmas on the 21st of December, where the two biggest planets are going to be so close together that they're going to look like a single star, um, which feels very significant, especially in a year like 2020. It's like looking up at the sky and seeing all that's possible to lead us forward. So for me, since 2000, that's when I embarked on my doctorate. It's also when my reason for embarking on a doctorate was to understand education to its highest level. And it's when I started tutoring and teaching. I had done both the Irish exam system and the UK system, so that when I was in the UK, I could start teaching there too. These 20 years between that time in the UK and the time of coming back to Ireland and working in a university and then setting up my own school and then progressing to work in education in all sorts of environments. This 20-year block has been for me about understanding education beyond myself, having attained enough to feel whole and to have overcome everything that people said I couldn't do. And there's a, a really pivotal point that Jung talks about in development where you attain for yourself and then you move beyond yourself. So for me, the first steps in that were helping other people to attain results. And then particularly this year, it's been about not just the development of the individual, but the impacts of the individual on the humanity and the society that we live in, which is going to move us to the next cycle in a minute. And I'm very conscious of that um, shift for me. And I've even had to move my podcast out of parenting to documentary because I didn't feel that that next step was being embraced in parenting which I think is one of the biggest things I want to see change. I think we need to realize as parents that we are setting the generational patterns and setting the themes for the next. But that jump has been too much. And so this 20 years has been about learning and understanding and taking in vast amounts of information on the individual, but learning how to bring that to a bigger context. So for yourselves, it's about sitting down and maybe plotting out 
your progression and your growth and your attainment of knowledge over the last 20 years and what you have done with that and whether you've done it for somebody beyond yourself or beyond your immediate circle or beyond the team that you manage or beyond your company or beyond your class or whatever that context is. How have you taken what you have learned and taken it out of yourself for someone else? As that is a really big cycle that, that we are ending and we are moving forward to. So the next idea is that there's a 200-year cycle ending. And this is, again, the same set of planets. And it's this idea that, ironically, they've been very earthbound for the last 200 years, which coincides with the Industrial Revolution. Ironically, for me, this has revolved around the pillaging of the Earth, the exploitation of humans. Um, Lorraine Hansberry in her play Les Blanks talks very poignantly about the scars in the African landscape from the exploitation of the minerals and the resources there. There's not just scars in the people, there's scars in the actual landscape. And for me, um, electric cars are a great example of this because they use a resource that causes a great deal of pollution to mine. It's a limited resource yet again. And there's a sense of how are we going to recycle the batteries. So for me, electric cars don't feel like the innovative step forward either here. So this 200-year cycle is about stepping beyond that. There is a sense of great innovation and great connectedness possible from technology, which I think we've ironically stepped into this year because of the pandemic. But there's a bigger focus on communities on the development of the individual, on there being a new social order and this sense of you having better education, better development of the individual. There's a sense that this better education, better development of the individual is not going to make you just a better person, is going to make you a person with better choices, better choices for the environment, for your communities for society and for humanity as a whole, and for us to have new social structures to match those. So it's a big step forward. And in many ways, I'll be honest, is one of the reasons why I feel so disconnected sitting in Ireland right now, because I'm starting to see this language and this possibility in other places. And what I'm seeing in Ireland is we want to return to the normal. We want to return to the materialism. We want to return to the rat race. We want to return to the haves and the have-nots. I feel we're completely disconnected for the next cycle that's possible. It still feels incredibly self-serving. It's one of the biggest reasons why I feel the disconnect being here. I have struggled to even travel into the city recently because it just feels such a disconnect from the way people are choosing to live and their priorities they're choosing to have. There's an aspect here that we need to reinvent. We need to rethink and we need to sort of buckle up and step out of our comfort zone and enjoy something 
very different structure-wise for very different parameters and very different games. That's the invitation now. My best advice to you is to sit down and think about what this year has forced you to change and what have you really missed and is that a good thing to miss and what would you like to be doing differently and how are you going to step in and help that to happen differently rather than just heckling from the sidelines how are you going to contribute as an individual to the wider community that you're living in how are you going to make an impact and make yourself part of the solution rather than just discussing the problems.